At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere, the vast and ever-expanding Fox Sports Radio empire. But this is a podcast on the iHeart Podcast Network as we are bloviating the weekend away now this podcast makes it eight days a week this is the saturday podcast because four hours on the overnight during the week each night are not enough and we are back at it slaving away over the hot microphones here yet again joined by the very polarizing the lightning rod the troublemaker david gascon Thing on. You don't need to do that. Just, you don't uh, need to do that. Just checking to see we're not splitting the atom here, Ben, but we are splitting stocks. Yeah, exactly. we're splitting stocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, we were. You, you know, you've gotten to an age where you're you're now really keeping an eye on the stock market, and you're like, okay, let's see, how can I make some money here? How can I? How can I figure out how to beat the system? That, it's uh, it's yeah. legalized gambling, right? That's exactly yes, what it is. It is the government. It's taboo in a lot of places. It was taboo for a long time to put a bet down, like on the Bengals. You know, you couldn't do that. Well, you should never bet on the Bengals anyway. But <laughs> just an NFL team. But then. Like, all of a sudden, like, hey, now, gambling, betting on a company to make it is fine. Betting on a sports team to do something, you, know, you can't do that. But uh, now, now, fortunately, that's turned around a little bit, and the people have embraced. Uh, they've made a deal with the devil, and they've embraced that. But, uh, yeah, the stock market, eh, interesting. Up and down. Roller coaster, roller coaster. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we had Catino Mobley on yesterday's podcast. Catino, former Clipper legend, uh, now working at Fox Sports Radio. And, and uh, oh, that was good to talk to Catino and get his thoughts on the NBA coming back. And I loved what he said. My favorite part of that was when he talked about the Rockets and why it didn't work when they had Barkley, <laughs> Pippen, and Elijah Wan. And yeah. uh, he's, oh, they're all old. Barkley was, you know, 800 pounds or whatever. Elijah Wan was 40. And, you know, Pippen was, you know, holy, gave the whole thing. Yeah, it just made me, because I mean, part of the thing that you asked him, too, was just the state of, of the game. And and I asked him about the product of it. And, you know, he said it candidly. He'd be lighting it up nowadays if he was playing in this era. It, it makes me think of quarterbacks from years past, like Elway and Marino and Jim Kelly and, Joe Montana, they'd have some gaudy numbers in the NFL now if they were allowed to play in today's game. Well, yeah, I mean, just because uh, defensively, you're in basketball, you're not allowed to play defense, really. The hand check, that was like the last the last frontier. Once they got rid of the hand check yeah. out of the NBA, it was it was on like Donkey Kong. You could do whatever the hell you wanted now in, in basketball. And 
But Coutinho Mobley in particular, I mean, he he was he, his game was like today's players, but they didn't let him usually you know do a lot of that stuff because because of you know coaches trying to play it my way. Now now my way is the the way that Coutinho it would be perfect for him with the, with the way the game is. Anyway, all right. So on today's podcast, we've got. The fastest man in the room. All right? You ready for that? You don't know what that is. That's a little surprise there. The fastest man in the room. We have pop quiz as well. Study this uh, is also on the agenda. Study slash survey this. Mostly study this this weekend. And uh, you can probably do B or not to B, depending on the time. And then uh, we'll we'll have, if we don't do it today, we'll, we'll have it for the Sunday one, and then we also have the mailbag on Sunday. I'm good with that. There's a lot of people that actually like the B or not the B, so it's... I don't think that's true. I, I think it is. When I get no. random DMs about stories that were just posted, I'm like, yo, hold on, hold on. I can't I can't see these, I can't look at these, and I can't be tempted to send them to you because then obviously you'll know the... the uh, oh, so you're now... Oh, this is good. So the B or not the B is forcing you to not send me every story on the Babylon Bee. I like that. Well, so I, that's good because there was a period where all you would do anytime they posted something new over there, you would send me the most trusted name and fake news. Well, <laughs> there's my hope that one day you would read it and take it as gospel and as truth and yeah. maybe you stumble upon it on air or while you're on air and then just read it verbatim like it's truth. Now, you don't know. There's a rumor going around that you know somebody at the Babylon Bee. That's why you love it so much. But you, you don't, is that true? You don't, do you have a friend there? Uh, what's no, going? no, no. I, I do not. That's unfortunate. I, I have connected a few times with, with one of the guys that runs uh, Freezing Cold Takes, which is a okay. great social media handle for guys. Oh, you have. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. That, guy, uh, that guy's a loser. He's good. Um, He's a loser. I have not connected with anyone from Babylon B or The Onion. Um, those are those are great spots, man. Like satire is a lost art in today's world, especially yeah. because people get so triggered on certain shit. Yeah, is that, is that boom, just like that. Yeah. Uh, well, do, all you, right. you know this, the people yeah, you, that know. listen to I your know. show. Some of the people that work on the show. It's, it's, that's just the way it is. I mean, I, I understand. It's the way of the world. I, I get it. All right, so let's get going on this. Fastest man in the room, all right? Now, you probably think I'm going one direction, but I'm going to zig and I'm going to zag is what I'm going to do. Uh, I I don't like to pat myself on the back. That's more your thing, Gascon. Yes. But uh, while being peppered with photos of fried chicken sandwiches and piles of fries and uh, four pattied triple double cheese burgers uh, and, and getting chili cheese fries photos sent my way. While all that was going on, the fastest man in the room, not the fastest in a foot race, but when it comes to not eating, when being dedicated to the fasting lifestyle, that is a ding, 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 ding. That is a winner uh, in, uh, in my department. Uh, I completed I've been fasting for a couple of years. It's it's my thing. It's my Michigas. But I completed now the second longest fast I have ever been a party to uh, in my fasting period of my life. And I tweeted to you, and I believe you called me a fucking idiot, I believe is what you called me. But I, I fasted for 87 hours and 25 minutes. Uh, the from Saturday night to Wednesday, I I did not uh, did not eat did not uh, oh. didn't eat not a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I can't hear you, Ben, because you got a thousand people calling you an asshole right now. No, no, no. Been, why why would I be called I an asshole? I, I, it's, just, it's just showing you willpower, dedication, and grit when I my own. <laughs> The person I do a podcast with is openly trying to distract me <laughs> and uh, sending me pictures of chocolate chip cookies, chewy chocolate chip cookies, and all these other things. I mean, it's just it's just odd. I, well, it, well, hold on, hold on. First of all, we even had this conversation last week with Dave Rubin, like some of the finer spots or spots that we like to go to here yeah. in L.A., and particularly Mexican food. We haven't had that for the longest of time. So, you know, like you look at pictures and, you know, it's something you want to get, right? 
chili cheese fries. Yeah, yeah but carne you, asada you, burrito. You do this like five nights a week. You, I mean, look at some pretty girls or something. Like, I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I can, mean, I do, I do, most do. people go on Instagram to look at booty models. You go on there to look at big baskets of cookies. Well, I mean, what's wrong I, with you? I do both. I can't send those to you. You're married. You're happily married. So it's you know, I can't do that. I'm you know, I send those to the rest of my friends that I. Connected to oh, so I'm out of the loop because I'm married. I don't get to look at beautiful what? people. What's up with that? No, you you're not out of the loop. It's just you go down that path. On so your I'm, on the food, I'm on the food. I'm on the food. I'm on the food list, but not the. Uh, the, the oh my god. Yes, yeah, so I think it's only fair, right? No, you get you get food and you get Babylon B. That's what you get. There you go. Fun fact, by the way, guys, going on the 87-hour, 25-minute fast that I completed earlier this week. Oh, boy. Uh, I was able to work out every day. How'd you do that? Jer- yeah. Well, I mean, I went I went on long uh, walks in 100-degree weather, uh, <laughs> so I consider that a workout. Uh, you know, it's five, six, seven-mile walks or whatever, so that's uh, to me, that's a workout. And then, because uh, I'm not going back to the gym unless they go back to the way they were, which I doubt that will happen, but maybe it will. Um, so I was able to work out. And then this is the the second longest. The longest fast I've ever had was a little over 90 hours. And that was only because I was in the hospital <laughs> and I had my gallbladder taken out and they would not let me eat solid foods or any food for that matter. Uh, I, just, I, know, I was on a water uh, regimen. Uh, which is what I normally do anyway. But I, when I came in, I hadn't eaten for like two days when I went to the hospital, and they were like, "All right, you can't eat for another, you know, couple until we have operation or whatever." And so I, I was unable to eat. And then the other fast I had it was really long. Was I was in Boston uh, doing stuff for WEI, and I I was just I was doing the what was it seven eight hours of radio a day because I was doing the three or four hour EEI show, and then I had the overnight show that I had to do. So I had no time to eat, so I just didn't eat. And my wife wasn't there to force me to eat, so I just yeah. did not eat most of. I I finally broke it like the next to last day. I was in Boston for the entire week, and I I finally just said I got and I ate like a whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I ate like an entire pizza by myself in the hotel room. That was pre-pandemic. I could have gone out, but I just stayed in the hotel room, ate the whole damn pizza, and went, boy, I loved it. Now, did you Nat? Did you cap off this last fast by having a nice two and a half pound tomahawk steak? You know, that's a great question, Gascon. I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from answering that right now. I'm gonna refrain from answering that right now. I mean, maybe I'll get to it in a future podcast. You know, I'd, I'd be really appreciate it if you could answer it now. Like that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I'm. Yeah, it's all about you. You're trying to make it all about. No, you. I'm not trying to make it about yeah, me. Yeah, you are. In fact, You're trying to make it about, all about you. It was about you. It was for you, and it was like five months ago. So no, it wasn't five months ago, and it's 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 right now paused the steak is paused it's in the freezer it's paused and i will thaw the steak out and i will have here's the problem you know what you should do you blame my wife because every weekend when i plan on having a nice barbecue she's like all right we're gonna go on a road trip up highway one through california because not everything's closed or we're gonna you know go go somewhere go swimming at uh one of our our uh, my my in-laws pool you know my father-in-law's pool or whatever so that kind of stuff on the weekends but uh the reason i was able this is great too the reason i was able to pull off an 87 hour fast this week is because my wife was so busy with work she forgot what day of the week it was. You know, I normally eat on Tuesdays, so the day I eat. But yeah. she thought Tuesday was Monday. She was so <laughs> twisted around. So, you know, normally we have dinner or lunch together uh, on Tuesday. That's the meal. And um, she thought it was Monday. So she didn't eat, and I didn't eat, and I didn't tell her, of course. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Because like, yeah, 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 you know, I was like, oh, this is great. This is an, I can do a super long fast now. She's not going to notice. She's going to go to work all night, and then yeah, and it worked out perfectly. That's good because oh, you guys have some. Awesome. You guys have some quirky hours, so yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. perfect sense. That's well, great. we're both we're both working overnight, but she's working. Um, yeah, she's at the police station, so she's got to go down there and do the nine one one thing. And but she she goes in earlier, and then um, you know when she goes in, I start getting ready for the show and all that. But she's there long, you know, long, you know, police. Long shifts. Yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. part of the reason why I feel like there's a good connection with, with me and your wife is because we actually drive to work to do our work. Like, oh, not, here we go. Here we go. We're not at home. Here we go. The human dynamo. Yeah. David Gascon. Uh. <laughs> right. Let me let me give you some crocodile tears here. Can I? You want some crocodile tears? I'll give you some crocodile tears if you want.
want. Oh, I got plenty of them. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, it's, oh. it's good. Eighty-seven hours is that's strong, man. That's yeah. That's, I'm, proud, I'm proud of it, but you know, I, I might go the next couple of days just do uh, one meal a day. You know, kind of get my body back a little bit, and then uh, then get back next week to a, to a long one. Now there are parts of your day though that you feel a little bit agony, right? Like there's that hump that you need to get over for like an hour, maybe a couple hours. Yeah, usually to, for me, I, I've noticed it's somewhere around like the. 20 hour mark mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like your stomach's kind of like um, talking to you like hey uh, give me uh, give me a piece of pizza you know, <laughs> give me a cheese <laughs> a cheese steak you know and then, but then after that you kind of calm down and as I, one of my my philosophies on life is mind over matter if you, if you don't mind it don't matter right that's so right. If you, you know you just kind of keep powering through and all that and uh, and so that's what I've I've tried to do. But uh, so anyway, that's the, have, uh, the fasting. Do you have a target weight now that you have in mind? No, I I, I uh, my wife's like, hey, you're too skinny and all that stuff. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm fat, you know, I'm fat. I'm still fat. I, uh, you know, once you get in the fight, the fat mindset, you don't know this guest gun, but once you get become fat, I was fat for most of my life. Like, yeah, I, I always I think of myself as my I think I'm like 800 pounds. I'm not. I've lost a lot of weight and I'm probably not that far away from my target weight. But I don't want to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. I, I I probably should. At some point, I'm just going to have to stop doing these long fasts and just eat one meal a day, and then I think that'll be fine. That kind of level it off. Maybe even two meals some days. Yeah, you know. And, and uh, but I'm not at that point yet. I'm not at that point yet. And then I'm a, I'm always paranoid. Like when you lose weight, you get new clothes, and then you gain the weight back, and then you get the old fat clothes back, and then you got rid of them, and then it, it's like this yo-yo type thing that happens, which is a uh, which is a pain in the ass, but uh, there are worse problems there. Well, oh, yeah, of problems. course, and yeah. there's plenty of upside of losing that weight for obviously initial health and and health down the road too. So yeah, you hope you hope, but uh, you know who the hell knows. Uh, anyway, all right, so we have pop quiz here, Gascon. Uh, enough about me. Not that I wouldn't like to make this all about me. I know that's a Gascon no, no, no. playbook I, type move, but uh, you know, I was I congratulated you. The next thing I did say was I want to know what your BMI was, your body mass index. So I, I think we could yeah. talk about that next go around. Maybe we could talk about that over some steak and whiskey. How about that? There you go. There we, who doesn't need steak and yes, you don't need to bang on the table. No need to bang on the table. A little frustrated with you. Yeah. All right. Uh, pop quiz. I will quiz Gascon. Here we go. And you can play along the whole way this bit works. Uh, not to be some kind of charlatan. We just want you to pretend that you are answering the question. And then you can don't do anything devious. Don't pause it and then Google the answer because I think it's hard to find these answers. I think. I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're easy to find. All right. Anyway, here it is. Uh, so this 1980s video game was based on a popular movie. It was so bad, how bad was it, that thousands of unsold and returned copies were buried out in the desert. 
They expected this to be a massive hit, and it was terrible. I played the game, but I don't know if it was 1980. Um, this is a famous story. This is one, you, if you know what I'm talking about, you would remember. It was an abject failure. Man. Utter incompetence, the people that made the video game. They were outworked and uh, destroyed. Well... Yeah. I was gonna say Jaws, but it's not Jaws. No, no, it's it's not. It is not Jaws. This. Uh, let me give you a clue here. There's a couple things in this this movie that that stood out. There was uh, a type of candy and a a famous scene with a bicycle. Oh, E.T. Yeah, look at you. You got that. How about that? You remember? Remember the scene with the bicycle and the E.T. Yeah. was in the front there, and yeah, and, and then uh, and wasn't M and M's was supposed to be? They wanted M and M's, but M and M's didn't want to be in it, right? Wasn't yeah. that so? They went with the other the competitor there. Damn. And what? It's so long ago. It is. I know. It's a long time ago. <laughs> oh shit! But Reese's Pieces, like you know, I I was. Uh, I might not have been alive, but if I was alive, as I might remember, I might not remember. I recall the, the uh, we all wanted to eat Reese's Pieces because we were like, I want to yeah. be like the, in the movie, you know? We want to be uh, eating the Reese's Pieces and all that. So, oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Great, great product <laughs> placement. Great product placement. One of the first that really nailed product placement was E.T., the extraterrestrial, but not the video game. Not yes. the video game because that was crummy and it was a uh, rinky-dink operation. All right, only 9% of couples say their partner never does this. Never, meaning that the uh, vast majority, 91%, say this happens. What is it? Um, Cooks them dinner. Uh, so you think that not only 9% never cook the other person dinner? Yes. I think that's much higher than that. But I'm going to say uh, you're wrong, and I'm going to tell you the right answer is that they steal the blankets or covers. <laughs> it's a big problem. Uh, it does take place uh, in the uh, the Maller Mansion. I'm not going to lie to you. It and you, you don't have to worry about this, guess. It's one benefit of being a bachelor is you do not have to worry. Well, I guess maybe occasionally when you're on a booty call or something like that. But but other than that, uh, you don't have to worry. You, you get all the covers. Yeah, but I'm a light sleeper. Like, I don't sleep with a ton of covers. I have a sheet, and that's it. Like, I, I my engine runs pretty hot, so I'm never, you know, yeah. in a day with sheets and covers and the whole nine yards. So. Well, I also, you know, as men, we're warm-blooded. Men yeah. generally are more warm-blooded than women, but I, I also am warm-blooded. But I like it's weird because I like the feeling of the comfort of covers, but I don't like getting hot. So I like to make it as cold. It's like an ice box yeah. when I'm sleeping. So that way I can have a couple of you know, blankets on top there because I like it, but then it's, I still get hot and I have to take them off eventually because it gets too hot in the middle of the night or in our case, the middle of the day because sleep during the day and it really gets hot in the middle of the day. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, especially this time of the year. All right. 40% of people have been mad at someone for this. What is it? Uh, 40, oh, shit. Um, hanging up on them. Being hung up no, on. No, this is, this is even more crazy because it's not something the person actually did. Uh, 40% of people have been mad at another person because of something that that person did in a dream. Oh. In a dream. Wow. Now, this has never happened. I, if it, I, I don't dream very much. I'm not a dreamer. I don't get to that deep enough... St- stage of sleep i i am a, a terrible sleeper i blame my my parents uh, so i don't really and plus i don't remember most people don't remember their dreams more than five minutes after they wake up my wife though she remembers all day uh her dreams so are you a are you a dreamer I, I i am at times but man i i dream a lot about my past for some reason like either events or people regrets Regrets, yeah, that yeah. too, and and there or, are or or is the old uh, Bruce Springsteen song "Glory Days," right? You know, flashback to your high school football days, and so, you know, wasn't Meg Ryan in that in that uh, video in "Glory Days"? I don't know, I don't remember the video. I forget, I but yeah, I do. There are some times that yeah, when people pop up in my dreams, I wake up pissed off. Like, oh really? Yeah, like why are you, why are you in this dream? I haven't talked to you, I haven't thought about you in the longest of time, and then. They'll pop up and I get one of the cool things though about dreams is when you lose somebody close to you and they're alive in your dream. That's kind of cool. That's like they're back alive. You know, I was like, that's kind of neat. You know, I was like, you can come back from the dead. You're you're in the dream. That's that's a new thing. Little little cool. Little sentimental and soft about you, Ben. That's 
kind of no, and also ghoulish at the same time because dead people coming <laughs> yeah. back. So yeah, macabre. I yeah. guess so. All right, only a third of Americans say they don't bother. Well, actually, not only about a third of Americans say they don't bother to buy this because it's too expensive. What about a what about a fire extinguisher? Uh, that is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is fruit. Fruit is too. Fruit's not that expensive. No. I guess depending on what you get, but it's usually pretty cheap. The only thing that really prices up kiwis and seasonal blueberries. But you can get like a watermelon <laughs> yeah. for like five bucks, and that thing will—I mean, depending on how big it is—you're you're good. That's a lot of. I know it's just water. You know. Pretty much just water mixed in. But anyway, all right. That's why they call it watermelon. Yeah. All right. Uh, a, uh, a survey asked, what's your favorite childhood summertime activity? And spending time with friends was number one. Uh, what was number two? Uh, camping. Kind of. I feel like this is related to number one. Uh, number two was bonfires. Bonfire, yeah. You, well, you grew up west of the 405, yes, so you probably yes, had a lot of bonfires yes, in your, like your a, silver spoon yeah, existence, born on yeah, third yeah, base. Yeah, you you gotta, probably had that. I, I did not I did and, not have a lot of bonfires growing yeah, up. There's one thing cool. to be born on third base. It's another thing to score. So either way, you're scoring. So yeah, let me tell you, because when you're west of the 405, you got Seal Beach, you got Bolsa Chica Beach, you got yeah. uh, Malibu, you got Santa Monica, you got Venice. Like you got all these wonderful places west of the 405 that you don't have when you're closer to Arizona than I am. So yeah, during the summertime, even during the fall and early winter, you can go out there and have a bonfire, some s'mores. You know, you can grill up whatever you want. Uh, it's it's good times, man. I, I, I yeah. thoroughly encourage you to do it at least once in your life. Yeah. All right. Now, are you going to leave California like Joe Rogan? Or are you going to take off? I saw. Well, if I had that kind of bankroll, I would definitely consider it. Consider where would you go? Would you go? He's going to Austin. I heard. No, I, heard. I, don't, well, I don't know if he's going to Austin, but I would go to Scottsdale. In, Scottsdale. Yes. Newport. Yeah. Newport Beach 2.0. Well, if I made a lot of money, if I really like, they treated me well, and I gave me like ridiculous radio money, I would move to Florida. Yeah. Because that's the ta- for tax reasons. Okay. I guess Texas also, but uh, Florida they uh, they always tell you financially to save your money, go to Florida. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: is that you would have to get up and go every so often because of hurricane season. That's fine. If I had a lot of money, you know, whatever, it'd be good. Getting yeah. getting insurance and you know. Now, right. is there any particular spot? Because Florida is obviously a big state. So, would you rather be like in St. Pete, Tampa, or would you want to be in Miami, the Keys? Uh, you know, I've been, I was there when the Dodgers had spring training in Florida for the Grapefruit League. So I've been around a little bit. I haven't spent any time in the Tampa area. So I don't really know the Tampa area that well. I, I've been to Orlando and all along the, what do they call it? The Gold Coast, I think they yeah. call it. Uh, there are Florida, Vivero Beach and, and towns, uh, Jupiter and those places down to Miami. I've spent some time in Miami. I actually wonder, like, uh, across the state, like Fort Myers, that area. Mm-hmm. On the other side, uh, I've heard some good things about that. All, oh, you know, the the one that would be really cool, be kind of like living in Hawaii or something, would be the Florida Keys. Yeah. Uh, that would be like the end of the world. That's where people go, kind of just get away and... I've I've seen the photo. I, we we've had some listeners, uh, Malamosha guys that worked at hotels there, and send me emails. We were pen pals. Uh, not anymore, but uh, Florida Keys would be pretty cool. Yeah. That's that's about at the end of the road. I say, you know, as uh, as Kyrie Irving would say, that's the end of the flat earth. Right there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's right there. All right. Anyway, I like what we got carried away. We started with bonfires, and we ended up talking about uh, moving to Florida. Uh, Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, only 12% of women, as we continue pop quiz, only 12% of women say they've done this since the pandemic started. Uh, shaved. <laughs> the only thing funnier than that would have been taking a shower. That would have been the only thing funnier. <laughs> and, uh, no, the answer is wear high heels. Oh, okay. Which makes sense, right? You're not going out, you know. You go to out, you go out to impress. Uh, most women go out to wear high heels to look good and impress men and other women, right? But you're not really. Yeah. There's, there's no been, need to impress anybody uh, for a Zoom call or a video on. You know, it just makes sense. Yeah, and some women that are tall wear high heels just so they can kind of exert that 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 height They're, dominance over men. Inner Amazon. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, since people have been quarantined, here's another question similar to that. Since people have been quarantining because of the pandemic, sales of this particular product are way down. Ooh. Um, that's a good question. Um, way down. Can't be alcohol and it can't be cigarettes. Um, this is an item that is usually found in the bathroom. Mm. Something something you use. Most people use this de- every day. De- deodorant? Yes. Deodorant. Oh. Sales have gone in the toilet. If you own stock in deodorant companies, people aren't buying deodorant because, hey, my armpits stink. Who cares? That's I'm true. not around anybody. I can smell all I want. That's true. That's true. Wow, that's yeah. pretty interesting. It is. All right. Now, 40% of moms do this when punishing their kids. My mom is in this 40%. May she rest in peace. My mom did this a lot. Slap their kids. Slap their kids. <laughs> Corporal punishment. <laughs> Your mom beat you up as a kid, guess Oh, God? man, I got my ass kicked by my parents. Uh, oh, yeah. man. I only had it happen a couple times, but I can still close my eyes and feel the belt. <laughs> yeah. I can still feel it. And, and, and the cool thing is it only had to happen one time. The rest of my childhood, I learned my life. Just yeah. the, the mere mention of, hey, you're, you know, when your dad, my, my dad at that time was working outside. My, when your dad comes home, I'm a, he's going to take the belt. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, that was it. Just, Game over. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Whatever I was doing, I stopped doing. Uh, but no, 40% of mothers do this when punishing their kids, use the child's full name, use the middle name and the full first name, and that is a dagger to the heart of a kid. You know you have fucked up. Yeah. You know are you, you are now uh, a sworn enemy of your parents, that you are a low life in the eyes of your mom if, if she uses your first, middle, and your fur, full first name, middle name, oh my God. My mom, when my mom did that, I knew I had stepped in it. I now, knew it. Now, did that did that happen, or does it happen to you nowadays? Not like obviously getting busted, but like when men call you, do men call you Maller or do they call you Ben? Oh, so the worst is like when people call me sometimes Mister Maller. <laughs> oh my God, I feel a thousand years old when that when that happens. Uh, that's that's the one that really gets under me. Hey, Mister Maller, no, no, don't do that. No, please stop. I don't want to hear that. I'm not a Mister. I don't know that I'll ever be a Mister. Uh, Mister, Mister, maybe. Uh, anyway, yeah, that that one. But do you think moms like there's like a mom secret mom club and they all tell each other, all right. When your kid acts up, use the first, full first name, full, you know, obviously middle name, and then last name. Well, that's what I was curious about because, like, people call me by my, men call me by my last name, and women call me by my first name. Oh. So okay. Yeah, I call you, yeah, I call you Gascon. Yeah. So every, or Gagon. Yeah. yeah females, <laughs> David. And so that's what I'm kind of curious about because you mentioned it, like, 
Yeah, I, that's it. yeah. I'm mean, usually. I think I'm more of a last name guy. Yeah. I, I, I usually that's that's just how I do it with people. If, if you have like a you, if your last name is like Smith or something, something generic, I don't usually do it. But if you have a you know interesting last name, well, I, like uh, Tom Looney, I talk to a lot. I Looney, you know, but that's Looney. You know, that's that's how you do it. So, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Then that guy Lee Klein, who we had on the podcast, I just go Prince of Darkness. That's what I, <laughs> I just do that. And Hacksaw, who we had on, I just say Hacksaw. Yeah. That's it. I don't, uh, Lee or whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, 20% of us say that we have done this before going into the grocery store. Um, Eaten. Uh, no. Uh, taking up two parking spaces in the lot out oh, front. Oh, come on. Who does that? <laughs> Kettle. <laughs> hey man, I am. I am. I, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys. When I go to a grocery store, I park furthest away from most of the traffic, and, and that's because you get jackasses that'll take their carts and never put them back into the into the the carted areas. Oh yeah, you're blaming other people. Yeah, you know, it's not my fault. It's other people's fault. Explain to you the time at work back before the pandemic uh, when you parked your car taking up three spaces. Explain that one. Well, Go ahead. first of all, it was two spaces and second No, no, no there was a time you parked in three spaces. And second of all, I'm I'm still the one that's driving to work, so I don't think you should be taking shots at the oh, guy. Oh, here we go again. Here we go work. again. Let me get my yeah, crocodile yeah. tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drive you at least, shed those crocodiles. I, I drive at least seventy-five miles to and from work. So, yeah. so. I love Gascon though uh, questioning the parking lot. Uh, pot calling the kettle back. Well, Black is uh, that's that. That's what that is, right? Tend not go. to go racist with any of this, so I appreciate so, it. Get away so. from that. Wow, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm a big fan of drinking tea, oh. and uh, <laughs> I've been a teetotaler for many, many years. You don't drink you know tea. I do when I when I have a when I get sick and you know how sometimes I get laryngitis yeah. and then I the only you know that I've got a problem with my voice when I drink tea to try to baby my voice I, I don't even go, know if it works I thought you yeah. go garlic I do but but sometimes before the garlic if I don't if I'm at work and I can't have the garlic with me I'll no. I'll uh, I'll drink tea. But I've been, boy, I've been healthier than ever since I don't leave my house. I mean, just amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, wow. I haven't Fucking had, amazing. I haven't had any. Uh, uh-huh. uh, I might not get a cold this year or anything because um, yeah. I'm just uh, good to go. Great. Seven percent right. of us eat at least two meals a day in this particular manner. In this manner, at least two meals. Like there's something with, about with our hands, no utensils. All right, you're going caveman style. Yeah, uh, no. The correct answer is on paper plates. Really? Yeah. Now, I when I was a bachelor, there was I usually just ate out and went. I ate at games because I was going to games every night. But the times the teams were on the road and there were no games to go to and cover. I had paper plates, and I I went to Smart and Final, and bought like a big thing of like you know seven hundred paper plates, and that thing lasted me. I lived by myself, and I obviously it, li- it lasted me for years. I had paper plates, and I did most of my meals. I ate at the the, the original Maller Mansion, which is a small apartment in Hollywood. I ate off paper plates. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. You you're you're west of the four hundred five, so you probably have a fine china. Uh, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having plates that you can wash and reuse yeah. and wash and reuse again. I, I kind of go from start to finish. I don't like to damage mm-hmm. the environment. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think environmentalists, you think, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you and AOC are right at the top uh, of the list there when it comes to that. Uh, the world's going to end in 10 years, Gascon. <laughs> Science. Science. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. No, nobody 10 years from now will look back at that when it doesn't end. But anyway, uh, 13% of us that drive have done this at some point in our driving career. What's what? Uh, what total? What statistic? Thirteen percent. Thirteen percent. Pop uh, quiz. Uh, we have driven on our destination with a flat tire. Uh, that's a good one, and I've done that with the air. You know, kind of really bad, and it's you know you shouldn't be on the driving. Uh, that's not it though. This involves the gas station. You've gone to the gas station. You filled up the gas <laughs> tank, and then you drive off without replacing the gas cap. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Now, the other thing, and I've never had this happen, but I have seen videos on the internet, which blows me away, when people leave the gas station and still have the pump in the 
in the car. Yeah. And they and the gas stations have which is kind of cool. They have that breakaway, you know, tube where you drive away, it snaps off, and then you have to pay money to get it replaced. But but I've done that. I I have left with the gas station, uh, you know, the gas cap not on and. The problem is the car that I have now, the Maller Mobile, it's really it's been good because it's taught me to to I have to lock the gas cap because it, it it's it's some weird thing where if you start the car and the gas cap is not fully locked, you have mm-hmm. to click it, then there's a warning light that comes on on the dashboard. And you can't get rid of the fucking warning light until you go to the mechanic. There's something like it messes up something in the engine. So it's uh, I gotta I gotta make sure that class. I haven't I haven't done that in a while. It's a very bougie European car years. That's kind of what happens with those things. The electronics, you know, yeah. So okay, understandable. Well, I understand. I, mean, I don't have a car that's worth as much as you, but uh, but that's fine. All right, the 1997 Ford F-150. Speaking of cars, yeah, appears to be the last American vehicle to offer this feature. Um, not available. Not available. Yeah, last uh, one. Last one. Last of the Mohicans. It can't be diesel fuel. Um, can't be a tow hitch. Uh, no, man. I don't know. I'm stumped on this one. Vent windows. Oh fuck. They had the '97 Ford F-150 had vent windows. You can go on YouTube right now, and there's there's videos on how to like repair the vent windows, which apparently have fallen apart. Obviously, cars are twenty plus years old at this point and uh so yeah that was the last one be sure to catch live editions of the ben maller show weekdays at 2 a.m eastern 11 p.m pacific this is one i think we've had before but maybe not uh there's a study out recently that shows that almost 17 percent of those participating in work conference calls do it from this particular room um <laughs> uh, bedroom no, bathroom. Bathroom? I was going to say the bathroom. Yeah. One in six participating in work conference calls are on the toilet. Man, but I, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I don't know how they get away with it because the acoustics in there, like you'd get that giant yeah. echo so people High know. ceiling, yeah, the tile floors usually. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, so that's it for Pop Quiz. Let's do a few study this, and we'll we'll do be or not to be in tomorrow's podcast because, because of time reasons, right? I think we, sure. we have enough time for yeah. a few uh, study this. All right, so uh, what a waste. The average American wastes over five hundred plus dollars on uneaten fruit every year. Uh, this is according to a new. Yeah, I believe study. that. Yeah, you know, it could be more than that. I'm guilty of this, but blackberries. That's racist. Blackberries, bananas, and and sometimes apples. I get away from. Yeah, and blackberries go. They get bad really quick. The smartest fruit, I'm going to tell you the smartest fruit right now. This is Maller logic. The smartest fruit is the banana because the banana tells you it's going bad and then you can make banana bread. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's the smartest fruit. The other fruits need to learn that so they're not wasted, right? It's harder to detect when the other fruits go bad. You can't really tell. But the banana, you absolutely can tell. Yeah. That's good. It's a good choice. I, uh... It's a multi-purpose fruit too. I mean, you could put that in banana split. You can obviously have it in a shake. You could have it independently. You could put it in cereal. You could have banana chips. It's pretty yeah. damn good. All right. Well, here's a myth-busting new study that has just come to my attention here at Gascon. This comes out of London, and there was a study done at a college there in London, and they have concluded that you know that that. That thing when I was a kid, this was a big deal. You know, if you if you put your kids in music, music makes you smarter. Mu- if you learn music, right? If you learn how to play the piano and uh, some kind of musical instrument, you are smarter. Yeah. Well, a new study has declared that teaching music with the sole intent of enhancing a child's cognitive or academic skills is pointless. <laughs> <laughs> they, they concluded, researchers from not only England in London, but also in Japan, concluded that music lessons do not offer any benefits regarding a child's cognitive skills uh, or grades in school. Wow, that's interesting. because there's, no, there's no correlation. I, and I always read that, with certain studies that if you studied with the music on with a certain beat, you would be able oh, to oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Well, I, I with classical music, 
Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's what I'll do sometimes. Because then I also feel like I'm in a movie when you put classical music on. Behind, you know, like this, it's kind of calm. Yeah. You, a little Mozart or something like that. And I'll do that sometimes. Uh, I don't do it a lot, but occasionally uh, just a little background noise. I did it, I did it uh, quite a bit over the last couple of months because there were no games to watch. And I usually, but my office, I have uh, in the studio here that I'm doing the show from, I have a, a you know, TV right here and I have the games on usually. But if there's no games, I, you know, it's just some noise. I'll put on a little background music but uh, there you go so this is important if any of our younger listeners the kids are listening and their parents are forcing them to take music say hey listen i'm not getting any smarter it's pointless mm-hmm. now that said i do think it's kind of cool to learn uh, to play a musical instrument i'm kind of jealous like i didn't really i knew the play how to play the piano kind of not really but like if you know how to sing or like jay scoop like i got jay scoop in seattle this guy yeah. knows how to sing and play musical instruments and all that it's great Plus, if you're a single guy, is there? I mean, that's one of the ways to uh, really uh, razzle dazzle the ladies, right? Oh yeah, this, uh, the, the, through the through the eyes of music. But what are you going? Are you going guitar? Are you going drums? Are you going piano? Isn't the one the guitar would be the one that uh, is the most effective? I would think, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think the least effective has got to be bagpipes. <laughs> like bagpipes, <laughs> well, bag, yeah. bagpipes has got to be the least, and then. Yeah, I think guitar is good. Piano, if you want to get a cougar. Drums. The cougars are coming. The cougars are coming. Yeah, and then I think... I think uh, <laughs> That was a commercial, Gascon, before you were at Fox Sports Radio. N- well, no, we had Cougar Love, didn't we? No, we had Cougar Life was the website. Oh, they Cougar were the, Life. They were okay. a, one of my biggest sponsors. They bought a, They had a big ad buy. And they got some venture capital, as I remember. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but they got some venture capital, and they bought the crap out of overnight ads oh. on Fox and it was so the commercial was so over the top that uh, Julio was my producer at the time, and we 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 took all these clips from the commercial. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> the Cougars are coming. The Cougars are coming. And uh, it was like a guy in a bullhorn, and uh, it was it was hilarious. That's good. Yeah, it was so. It was so. I love some of the commercials we get on overnights. So Cowherd doesn't have to do it. We had the Prey.com ad, yeah. ad buy a couple, for a couple of weeks, which was I loved. I thought it was great. Galilee and this, you know, bedtime Bible stories. And I, I was, well, it was wonderful. I, I thought it was a great addition. I love unique radio commercials. We don't get a lot of them. And when we do, I, I am a big fan of them. I, I think it's cool. Yeah, so. no, it definitely is. All right, uh, here we go. Another study. Well, uh, the power of the internet, Gascon. And uh, this is not surprising. I believe this one. I don't think this is bullshit. I think this is weird. Just a few bad online reviews can mean the end of a restaurant. Uh, new research has shown that how negative postings on you know Yelp and those kind of sites can, can force businesses to just go under. Popular restaurants get even more popular and restaurants with some initial low ratings end up getting more and more bad bad ratings. And then it affects business. This is from Ohio State University. I believe this. Now, I, I think a lot of those reviews are bullshit. And uh, when I, I don't put much stock in them. My wife, though, again, this is like the seventh reference to my wife, but she, when we're deciding, like, we'll be traveling up the coast in California, going, uh, you know, going up to this. Uh, we, we, lately, we've been going to Central California. Which is kind of cool. There's not many people there. It's deserted. It's it's neat. Like San Luis Obispo, that area. It's a cool place to hang out. So we'll go up there, and we don't know any of the restaurants. And so we'll be like, all right, she'll go on the, her phone and try to find a restaurant. And she will not go to a place that has bad reviews. But if, if it has really good reviews, she's like, oh, let's go there. It's got great reviews. And I always say, well, it's probably, you know, okay, I can't trust those people. But uh, but it does affect. Initial low ratings does, uh, does deliver a body blow to, uh, to to the restaurant. Yeah, some of the spots that I've been to, I remember like back in the day going to Belmont Shore when some of the restaurants were opening, they would actually ask you to give them a Yelp review before they offered you dessert or while they were waiting to get you to your dessert. Oh, okay. So they'd ask for yeah. they'd ask for some kind of review or rating, and then on top of that, if you did tag them in it, then they'd give you a discount on your bill. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, that's cool. There you go. Way to kind of. We do when this ends. We have to go to that that one pizza place, that pizza porn place you keep sending me. Oh yeah, Chicago pizza place. That looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's a couple. Uh, that looks good. That's <laughs> man. Uh, give me some of that. Give me some of that pizza, man. Yeah, the meat lovers is I think fifty five minutes to make, and then I think just straight cheese is like forty five. But the deep dish, yeah, it takes a little while to get done. Yeah, that's oh, good. That's uh, solid. 
I'd never had deep dish Chicago pizza up until like a year ago, two years ago, I think. Within the last couple of years, I forget when. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, my God. I thought when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is crap, you know, because they put the tomato sauce on top and everything's backwards. And But yeah. no. They really nailed it. Those uh, people from Chicago, they got it right. Uh, All right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Here's a a fun story, uh, Gascon. Depression may have caused a woman to believe she was a chicken. (laughs) Did you see... Did you see this story? Uh, <laughs> no, I did not. You, you did not. All right. Uh, good. Uh, this story's been making the rounds. And uh, uh, you, you always you hear these kind of anecdotal stories, like, and you think, well, could this ever happen to me? Uh, but uh, when life gets tough and you're in a bad spot, people have uh, interesting ways of dealing with it. And you know, this is kind of related to, to depression. There's 260 million people worldwide, they estimate, suffer from depression. It's a very serious thing if you suffer for it. And it's very sad. People have lost their lives and fallen victim to depression. And it sucks when it happens. And I think we all get a little depressed from time to time. I think that's just part of being alive. But anyway, so uh, this is in the Dutch Medical Journal. This comes from us. A 54-year-old woman, unnamed, of course, for obvious reasons, uh, she was found in her garden clucking and crowing like a rooster. <laughs> this is an actual condition. It's called, oh, I don't know how to say this, Z-O-A-N-T-H-R-O-P-Y, otherwise known as the delusion or behaving oneself is not, or believing oneself is not human but animal. Oh, man. What that? That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah they, they describe the woman as being disoriented. Uh, during the examination, while also reporting an unfamiliar sensation in her limbs as if they were not fit for her body, and she flapped uncontrollably. That's pretty wild. Oh, my God. And there's no photos of her? Uh, I, I have not. If there are, I didn't really, I, I, I did not find any photos. But she's 54 years old, so she's, you know, kind of back, not in the middle of life, not really old, but kind of that transition from midlife to old life, and uh, that's uh, what happens. Damn. Um, yeah. About that, that that one is odd. And then you the, the, these weird glitches in our in our bodies, like the stories of people going to sleep and waking up and learning a language they never knew. Yeah, that's pretty. Or awesome. speaking in a, um, an accent that they never had spoken before. Yeah, that stuff is like, what the fuck? Do we have? It makes you wonder if we have all of this shit in our heads, and it just like it, it's buried somewhere in there, and then some something goes wrong, something goes haywire, and then it all comes out, or some of it comes out. You know, alternate programming. Yeah, we yeah we don't maximize it, but we got the capacity for it. Yeah, because yeah, they've said that we don't use a lot of our brain. You wonder what the rest of the brain has. What if it has all this other crap in there, and we just you know know how to tap it? So, so being a a radio blowhard, would you rather have a different accent, or would you rather know another language? Oh, I'd like to know another language. I think it would be cool. Uh, you know, living in California, Los Angeles, uh, if I knew how to speak uh, Spanish, I think that would be. I know, I know Spanglish. Yeah, but, but I don't really know Spanish. Or, or going like going to Italy and being able to speak the native tongue, Italian. You know, that would be cool. Yeah, but Something see, like but being in, I know ra- how to speak Canadian. Oh God, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. But imagine though, if you're in LA as a national host and you have a British yeah. or Australian accent. You could be so condescending. The people that actually hate you might just love you because of your accent. Oh, yeah. There was a guy when I was growing up, there was a guy on L.A. radio named Michael Jackson. Not the yeah. musician, but uh, you you know Michael Jackson. Yep. So Michael Jackson had this thick British accent, mm-hmm. and he was on uh, KABC in Los Angeles. And it was a big station at the time. It was the number one station. And, and whatever he said sounded authoritarian. Yeah. And like he sounded knowledgeable. But I don't think he probably was that knowledgeable. He just sounded, sounded knowledgeable, you know, because he because of the accent. But the other thing is that when I when I first got into radio, uh, I, I recall uh, there were a lot of sports stations because WFN was very successful with Chris Russo and Francesa, Mike yeah. and the Mad Dog, and so they would just hire guys that had thick New York accents, <laughs> thinking that's all you had to have to be good at sports radio. And so so like every like in you know Phoenix, 
Portland, Seattle, Dallas, you know, all these guys with these New York accents were getting these these drive time shows because these dopey consultants said, well, you know, it's working in New York, so maybe you need the New York accent. That'll, yeah. That's so, good. Pretty, <laughs> Just be relatable. Yeah, be be relatable. Uh, well, this is right up your alley, west of the 405 gas gun. We have time for a couple more here. Uh, the headline on this, pleasure yourself. Hedonism is the key to living a happier life, according to a uh, new uh, say. Well, this is really what you're all about. You're about, you're a, you're a hedonist, uh, is what you you'd admit that. I right? can admit I can appreciate that. I mean, what do they say that you sleep better? You sleep better when you sleep naked. Like you get into REM faster and you stay in REM longer when you oh, sleep naked. You sound like uh, sound like a hippie. You well, sound like hippie. Researchers in Europe say if you have a lot of self-control, it might be time to rethink your life. A new study finds people who take the time for hedonism are living happier lives and suffer less depression. That's yeah. good. You, you're a fan of this. Because Ver- it agrees with your beliefs. Yeah, uh, you know- variety is the spice of life, Ben Maller. Uh, University of Zurich, uh, uh, the, the uh, new, new uh, study out says they believe you know self-control is vital to having a successful life. It helps prioritize your long-term goals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the new research argues seeking pleasure and self-indulgence positively impacts your well-being. There you go. That's what weekends are for, aren't they? Like, uh, go out and have fun on the I, I don't know. I work the weekends. I, I couldn't speak intelligently to that. Ah, here we uh, go. You know, Playing the victim driving card. Driving For the bottom of the deck, he plays the victim card. <laughs> again for the bottom of the deck. Hey, man, what I, I used to, because there's so many reality TV shows out there now, but one of my favorite was a show called Temptation Island. And yeah. I, I think it was on Fox, but those that didn't watch it, it was basically you had like 10 couples. And then you'd have 10 single women, 10 single men. Obviously, everyone was, like, great looking. You're all on an island. And they'd split the men up with the single women and the women up with the single men to see if they'd succumb to their temptations. And a buddy of mine who was, you know, very, very straight down the middle, like, very conservative, very monotone, he loved the show, and I had never seen him get geeked up for a show in my entire life like this. And then I watched it, I was like, this is just fucking amazing. Because you just see these couples that all of a sudden, they're having a great time. And then they see this video in a camcorder of the significant other, other having a better time. Because he's grinding on some girl, or she's grinding on some dude. And they just look devastated. It's just it's amazing, you know, because they yeah. see what we see. We see what they see. And it's just instant. Boom. Now, did this friend of yours, did he go like Petros and do, I know you're a big fan of Petros. Did he do those like bachelor reviews on the show, on his own show or anything? <laughs> no, like no. And I'm telling you, this guy was like, this guy was strictly, he's an accountant. He's yeah. very, very like, uh, I don't want to say, he's definitely not outgoing. He's very much like an introvert. Um, but he did two amazing things. That was the the great, the, the show that he picked, I, I fucking loved and um, he actually met his his wife to be at a nightclub. It was pretty wild. Like those two things, definitely out of the scope for him. All right, last one on study. This here we go. Uh, living dangerously. Let me let me turn this into a pop quiz question. Blank percent of adults still don't wash their hands after using public bathrooms, Fuck. even though we were having a pandemic. What Man. percentage of adults do you think leave the toilet and do not wash their hands? I'm going to say this is high. I'm going to say it's like 42%. Uh, that's way too high. Uh, according to this, 12% of adults still don't wash their hands after using the public bathroom. Now, let me explain <sighs> my theory on this guest gun. All right, here's my theory. All right, if I don't touch the toilet and I don't touch the junk, I don't wash the hands. That's my theory. Meaning, if I go up to a urinal, I'm the only one in the bathroom, I go up to a urinal, and obviously you wouldn't be flushing, but if I don't touch anything, then why do you need to wash your hands? Well, for a couple couple different reasons. You're not, uh, you're not, uh, it's not like, it's not like Chinese water torture where you're just urinating drops. You know, you're spraying, right? Well, speak for yourself, Kiska. Well, I mean, some I'll, of us have a good stream going. Uh, I mean, I got a, I got a very healthy stream. It's, it's very clear. It's very hydrated. But I'm still, yeah. I'm still firing away. So that's gonna 
bounce right off the the urinals. So you're worried about the blowback. You're yes. worried about the blowback and uh, and all that. Eh, there's some people. Ben, yeah. wash but, your fucking hands, dude. Wow. Come on, man. What wow. the hell's Look wrong you. with you? Sorry, I'm worried about the environment. I don't uh, want to oh, waste water. Worry about the environment. I don't <laughs> want to waste water. I don't do it all the time. Occasionally, it happens. I usually wash my mainly. I wash my hands because I touching the door is disgusting. <laughs> yes, and, and that's the worst part because people, you know, other people don't. You know, they wipe their ass and walk out of there. All right, that's it. Thank you. Have a one on that note. <laughs> Good night, everybody. No, uh, have a wonderful rest of your day today. We'll be back on Sunday. We're going to have B or not to be. We get the mail back. Some really good questions. Hopefully, we'll get to a lot of those email uh, questions and Facebook questions, and uh, we'll have that. But have a great day today. Remember cameo.com. You want a personal video message? Love to help you out. Send me a, a note on there, and we'll take care of you. And uh, have a great day. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.